What up? What's going on? We're back. Thursday night nugget. I like that melody we just did. Two different songs. Right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Good to be back. Good to be back. Yes. Um, listen, um, <clears throat> as you can see in the description, today's topic is going to be Kirk Franklin. Yes. Oh, Kirk. Yes, and we all know, or most of us know by now, <laughs> situation. What, what happened or what transpired between him and his son. Um course we don't have the video and even if we did we certainly wouldn't, certainly wouldn't play it mm. um, just because that's we're not trying to exploit his situation and so mm-hmm. anyways we just wanted to have a discussion about it um, just kind of get you guys' thoughts and we're going to share our thoughts about it um, but what I think because I did I did watch the video um, it, it was just to me, I was sad and hurt, not necessarily by his actions, because we are human, right? And we all make mistakes, and even though we are Christians, it doesn't make us sinless, it mm-hmm. just makes us sinless, if that makes sense. And so... Okay, okay. And <laughs> so, um, there's still going to be the residue of your flesh as a believer that you're still going to have to battle with. As long as you're in this body, this imperfect body, there's still going to be temptations that you have to deal with. And so, thinking about this, and I say hurt, not necessarily, again, from Kurt's actions, but from one of the gentlemen that I heard shared it. Because one of the things that he said was, uh, I'm not here to judge this brother or anything like that. But I'm just like, you're sharing and exposing his sin to the world right but you're not here to judge him then what are you doing yeah and that that just kind of felt like he was contradicting himself a little bit and so anyways um i did also hear kirk franklin's apology on instagram um and just i mean I, I, i prayed for him and my heart goes out to him and his family he said he has been dealing with this with his son for a while and they've just kind of had their issues even to the point where in his apology he said that uh, he had his counselor on the phone with them but his son didn't play you know of course that part of the video and so it was just a, a, to me a, just a sad situation because not because of what he did more so because of how it got into the public and how the church reacted yeah and it's just kind of been like man scripture already tells us you know like uh man i'm trying to do it off the top of my head without going but when jesus is talking to peter after peter had messed up and he's restoring peter and he's asking him do you love me three times and then he tells him like when you are converted go strengthen your brother And so more than ever, like, I don't care what your stance is on Kirk Franklin. Um, I mean, we have our different perspectives of him. But one of the things is, is he still identifies himself as a believer. So therefore, he's still a brother. He hasn't denied Christ. He hasn't denounced Christ. So therefore, to me, in my eyes, he's still a brother. And when you see a brother struggling... 
go strengthen him. Rip them up. Yeah, and of course, we can't physically go strengthen him because he doesn't know us. We don't know him like that. But we can pray for him, wow. right? And I just feel like when believers get exposed, they get attacked more by other believers. And it shouldn't be that way because... Well, <laughs> yeah. And I quote. And because when the world messes up, they got people that got their back. Even when they're wrong, they got people still covering up for them. So we as believers, we should do the same for others. Not that we excuse anybody's mistakes or their sins, but we cover them until they're able to overcome that or get out of that mistaken sin because we already know the world's going to do their best to try to beat them up anyway. Mm -hmm. But how much more uh, less influential or less impactful can the world be against a believer when that believer who has make made a mistake is backed up by other believers mm-hmm. and says hey we're not gonna let it go down like this yeah we know what happened and we're not denying what happened but we're not gonna live in it either we're gonna help this brother or this sister overcome this and we're gonna help them become better because this is what we've been called to do and this is going to help us expose the love of christ mm-hmm. we don't just love when everything is lovely we really start to see the love of god when things are ugly and so mm-hmm. Oh, he was rhyming bars. And so I just, you know, the thing that came to mind was love and, you know, being love being, of course, like, of course, Jesus first from Jesus Christ is love. Um, Jesus Christ and all, you know, the description and attitudes that come with Jesus, you know, one being the most important. Well, all of them are important, but <laughs> one of the scriptures, the scriptures being most important is love. And that's the foundation, um, you know, when it comes to the relationship with Jesus in the first place and being able to express that kind of relationship to others. And so I just wanted to uh, quote a few scriptures, Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. We all know it. Well, I don't want to assume we all know it. So, uh, Matthew twenty two thirty seven. he said to him, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command, y'all. Um, and it says first as well. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Um, all the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. Or hang on these two commands. And then you go over. I was fixing to say it again. We all know this scripture. <laughs> we don't all know this scripture. First Corinthians 13. Um, just describing love. Um, going through. Four through seven. And then. Verse 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. Does not envy. Is not boastful. Is not conceited. Uh, I'm gonna stop right there. Not boastful or conceited reminds me basically of what my husband just mentioned. Um, how people can be boastful and conceited through other people's downfalls. Um, basically, I'm gonna make money off of this, <laughs> you know, YouTube. And let me stop anyone's thinking further of like. Oh, well, aren't you doing the same thing? No, we ain't getting paid for this. And nor do we want... (laughs) We're trying to be seen for this either. We're just um, acknowledging the fact that 
Kirk Franklin in this time, which everyone needs, is love, the love of Christ. And he needs prayers, and we're making that known. Moving on. Verse 5. Does not act improperly. Is not selfish. Um, again, with the videos my husband was talking about, um, just going in on Kirk Franklin from, you know, believers. Um, is not provoked and does not keep a record of wrongs. Yeah, people are keeping so many records. Dog on a list. Um, love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. Okay, so they're finding joy and um, almost getting excited behind. Oh, Kirk Franklin. Oh, shoot, lady. You know, he, you know, cousin and stuff to his son and blah, 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 blah. Isn't he supposed to be a man of the cloth? You know, and it's just like, calm down. Like, first, he's a man and he's an imperfect human. So, get off the gas. Um, let's see. Let's find some righteousness, but it rejoices in the truth. It, and, but we, so we rejoice in the truth that he's a man, he's an imperfect human and we should be like man it's i would say it's good but it's good to see that he's like everyone else you know even if you lost kind of sense of that in the first place which we shouldn't um but i think we have this mindset of you know fandom where we see celebrities in a certain position that's unreachable for some reason and we start being fans rather than just loving them as our brother or sister in Christ. Um, so, anyway, verse 7, it bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. I'm going to skip to verse 13. Now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And that's why I started out how I did with the foundation being love. Um, you have your faith, you have your hope, you have your love, and the greatest of these is love. And so, um, I think once we have that foundation of a relationship with Jesus Christ, then we would know how to really love others, um, and how to exhibit that even to those we aren't in contact with at all, i.e. Kirk Franklin, um, through just prayer and genuine prayer um like man like you know because my husband mentioned when he heard about it that he just felt bad he really felt bad for him like man like what led you to this like you you know into this conversation like and you know rather than of course not everything's a deep thought but (laughs) oh my goodness you know but um man what led you to this like how did how did it even get to this extent to where you're just going off like um but just like empathy and compassion and love should be an immediate response of course along with you know with prayer um not you know rejoicing in the fact of unrighteousness right but rejoicing in the fact of in truth Um, And the truth is that, you know, he needs help like everyone else needs help. He needs prayer like everyone else needs prayer. Um, He's no different from anyone else. Um, So, that's my two cents. It makes me think about um, 
you know, what if somebody followed you around with a camera for 24 hours? What would we see? Stress. Before we... (laughs) I mean, for people who want to point fingers as believers, because we know the world is just going to do what they do. Mm -hmm. But if you're a believer and you're ready to point a finger or you're ready to crucify Kirk Franklin, if you will, like, what if somebody followed you around and recorded your conversations all the time? And what would we hear? What would we see? You know, and it reminds me of the scripture how it says to be ready in season and out of season. Like this applies at all times. Not that we put on a fake facade or anything like that. But Paul tells us that we have to put on Christ. And when he says put him on, notice in those scriptures that he never says to take him off. And so it's important that we have him on all the time from the inside out. And I say that because we can put on Christ on the outside and we can look spiritual and we can look righteous and we can have that look, but then let some adversity hit. Let somebody come up against you. Not just anybody, somebody that you really love. We're talking about Kirk Franklin's son. So I'm sure he has a deeper type of love for him than you would just an average Joe who is disrespecting you. No, this is his son, and his son was being very disrespectful uh, from what I've heard. And so I don't know the whole conversation because you only get that clip or that portion of the recording. But Kirk Franklin felt very disrespected by his son. Now, we're not parents yet, but, you know, I can only imagine if my little niece has disrespected me. I mean, I wouldn't go to cussing or anything, but I would feel a certain type of way because I have a certain type of love for them. And it would hurt. And so you have to think about the position that Kirk Franklin is in, man. He's hurt. And because he's done so much for his son, based on, you know, what he explained in another interview that I heard him do uh, with him and his wife, that they have been working with him, um, been trying to help him get counseling. And just it's just been a battle uh, with him since his teenage years. And so whatever that history has been, that son just decided to expose it. To the world and now you're trying to judge them based on one moment when you have years that you have missed of that relationship and so you have to at least get to that understanding that says wait I'm only hearing a moment in their life who knows what has been going on with the moments I've never I've never heard right how many times has Kurt Franklin said he loved his son how many things has he done for his son we don't know those things right because those things aren't exposed but the mistakes in the dark side of it he's exposed and now we're ready to pounce on it and it's like hold up like this is just a moment of weakness for Kirk Franklin if you will or if it's something that he's still been struggling with as a believer that he's just relying on Christ to overcome in whatever way he's doing it if he's really trying to fight it if he's not that's none of my business my business is to say okay We've seen a believer get exposed. Now we need to go cover him up so that the world doesn't get this idea that, oh, all believers are like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they say they love Jesus in front of you, but behind the scenes, watch, record them one time. Or better yet, go disrespect them. And I'll show you the real them. I'll show you how they really are. That's the point that I mean by saying we need to cover him. We need to go strengthen him. Those of us who are strong, and from what I've heard, he's doing all right, you know, but that is not to say that we can't still pray for him because at some point in your life, if you haven't already, you're going to need somebody to cover you. 
you're going to need somebody to strengthen you and build you up Mm -hmm. in your moments of weakness, in your moments where the flesh seems to be having more influence than the spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need. And so if you want, if you want that, if you want to reap that, then you have to be able to be mindful of sowing that into someone else's life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, my husband speaking, I was thinking of Matthew 7. Um, about, you know, the speck and log, uh, verse five and six hypocrite <laughs> first take the log out of your eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Don't give. Yeah. So that's the scripture. Verse five, just verse five. I was thinking about, um, basically don't judge. <laughs> Uh, there's such a thing as what righteous judgment, mm-hmm. um, you know, and leading your brother or sister in Christ in the right direction according to the word, not your, you know, opinion, of course, um, but according to the word. Um, I'm going to go back to verse one and seven do not judge uh, so that you won't be judged, for with the judgment you use or that you judge, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, um, it will be measured back to you why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but don't notice the log in your own or how can you say to your brother let me take the speck out of your eye and look there's a log in yours and that leads to verse five be hypocrite first take that log out your own eye and you'll see clearly take the speck out of your brothers um meaning stay in your lane deal with your issues first before you can even think about conjure up you know a solution or try to help someone else or judge their situation because you know you have a lot in your backyard that in in your closet that you haven't handled yet boo boo (laughs) and so it's just like yeah like I think well I know with social media and the TV like there's so many distractions and news to focus on that we forget our own lives and we start living in this material world and like just I don't know we start living in an illusion and start being delusional and walking spiritually dead because we have placed our lives into what's you know, into other people's lives or into what's not real rather than focusing on our improvement in life, our purpose and vision in life and how God sees that for us. So it's just like, you know, priorities, perspective, like what's your goal out of life? It's not being selfish. You pray for him and you move on, you know, um, if God you know, tells you to do more. Okay. But like, according to the word, like what, what does God say, you know, to do for your brother or sister in Christ? Um, but yeah, I just, I just believe, I know, I know it to be true. Um, that a lot of people's focus is off kilter. Um, sure as heck is not focused on Jesus um, and is engrossed in other people's lives 
and um, social media and it you'd be surprised how healthy and enlightened your mind and your spirit would be if you just take a step back from all of that and um, some people would say oh well you're not going to know what's going on in the world Um, for that time being maybe I don't need to quite frankly yeah you're aware because you know honestly by word of mouth probably gets fast you know gets the news around faster than if you were well probably not google (laughs) google anything nowadays (laughs) um but you know that's how news got around before social media by word of mouth and so people actually talk to each other now they talk in their phones or to their phones like things have changed so much to where we don't know how to be social and how to have an intellectual conversation with someone It reminds me of uh, a story um, that I heard this guy talking about. He said uh, one day this man's wife was looking out the window at the neighbor and saying, uh, Phil, look how filthy Nancy is over here. Oh, how can she walk around in that filth and dirty? And so the husband would just say, oh, okay. And he let her go on for like three days. And then like on the fourth day, she said, Phil, look. She finally cleaned some stuff up. Come look at this. She finally got it all straightened all together. And Phil said, um, I, I forgot how he said it. So, but Phil said, um, no, she didn't have a mess. I just cleaned the window. Woo! So, That's good. So while you're thinking about, <laughs> it reminded me of that when you talked about the, the speck and the, um, the beam. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of that. Like, you know, you're trying to look over at somebody else's dirt through the lens of your dirt. But then you, through the lens of your dirt, you're trying to put your dirt on other people. Mm-hmm. When you have to clean up the stuff in your own backyard first, and it'll help you see clearly. Because some people may not be as bad as you make them. Mm-hmm. They actually may have it a little more together than you do. But you'll never know that if you assume because you saw them in their mistake and they didn't see yours that they're worse off right and so you just kind of have to change your perspective and there's somewhere else i want to go but maybe next time next time so listen guys we hope you appreciated this mm-hmm. um share in the comments guys what are your perspectives on kirk franklin's situation what do you guys think if me you're upset with him if you're mad at him you know let us know like and just to let you know comment wise meaning on facebook like we'll post the link on facebook yes um yes. and it's donnell harris or chelsea harris mm-hmm. so yeah so drop a line they say. drop a line maybe it was, i don't know either way let us know guys. i know we were talking about that what do the kids say these days yeah <laughs> God, we sound old. What y'all little German But uh, anyways, let us know, guys, how how you guys feel about it. What's your perspective on it? Um, and just share it with us. We would love to to hear your side of it and your wisdom from it as well. From um, like, I would narrow it down from like the word. I mean, or you know, just your opinion. Because not everybody reads the word. I know, but. It's just very broad. That's why. Yeah. I mean, just how everybody, whether you feel mad, sad, indifferent, just how you feel about it, 
you know, just let us know cleanly. So. Be open <laughs> in a godly way. <laughs> but, all right, y'all. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all. You know, we don't like to shut this down without giving you the opportunity. If you don't know Christ, <laughs> to receive him into your heart. Listen, this is the best decision that you could make. And like I was saying earlier, as believers, we have to have each other's back. When you find yourself with a good body of believers, they will have your back. And not everybody's the same. And so if you see a bad example of of a believer, it's not everybody, okay? And so just give Christ a chance. Not people, Christ. All right? He knows how to change your life. And if you wanted to make that decision today, listen. Romans 10, 9, and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart... Uh, Jesus, the Lord Jesus, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It's that simple. All you have to do is speak it and believe it, and then just receive Christ into your heart. So if you want to make that decision, let's go ahead and do it. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son to die for my sins. I receive him now. Lord Jesus, change my life and make me into the image of you that I may do all that you've called me to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yo, listen, if you made that confession and that decision, welcome to the kingdom. Welcome. Turn up. Listen, make sure you're getting around. You remember that? Yeah, she's going into it, Welcome y'all. We're about to go in. We're about to go in. Into this broken vessel. <laughs> you decide. Oh, we got five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> to divine in the presence of your people. So we lift our hands as we lift our hearts. As we offer up this praise unto your name. All right, y'all. Thank you. You went to church, okay. <laughs> no, but uh, if that was you, listen, make sure you get around a good Bible-believing church okay, that can help you grow and maintain what Christ has just given unto you, which is himself. And he can help you develop a relationship with him to know him better that causes you to be better for the world. So, if you're in the San Antonio area, we're at Texas Christian Fellowship. We got a park and praise coming up on the 4th for Resurrection Sunday. So, turn up for that. If you want more information, just reach out to me or my wife, Daniel Harris or Chelsea Harris. Or go to the Texas Christian Fellowship Facebook page. Or that as well. And also, if you're not in the San Antonio area, we just encourage you to find somebody, some friends, or even some people you don't know that you know are believers. I don't know if that makes sense, but, you know, get somewhere where you can get to know God better and help you grow. But, yeah. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. And see you next time. Peace. Peace.